Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Siriani, and we got a dope episode for you. Today, my guests on the show, Josh and Aaron from the band Auras. It's cool to sit down and talk to them. I've been listening to them for a handful of years. They have such a unique style of music. They're kind of labeled in the metal genre, but Auras is its own thing. There's a lot of synth atmospheric influence going on with crushingly heavy guitars, drums, vocals. And like we do on this show, we pick their brain about it, how it became to be. And um, just overall have a good conversation with these guys. They have a new album out called Binary Garden. New music video for their track Momenta takes place in space. And you're going to learn why that video looks so authentic and many other things. This interview is also recorded at the famous Sneaky D's, and you'll be able to hear a little bit of uh, background hustle and bustle of people enjoying themselves at the bar. But it's cool, you can still hear our voices perfectly clear as they were picked up on microphones. And I kind of like the ambiance, feels a little lively. But yeah, I believe that's everything I gotta say for an intro. Shoutouts to Takshu, shoutouts to Girth Radio. And for those of you who are listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your favorite podcast listening apps, I want to let you know that each and every one of these episodes has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com. You'll get to see a picture of Auras talking to me at Sneaky D's, links to the new album, the new music video, Momenta, their music video for Spiral. It's a song that got me into the band a handful of years ago. And links to their social media and all that is Auras. All right? So here we go. Hope you enjoy this one. And here's Auras coming at you right now. Girth Radio in session. Yeah, it's great to meet you guys. Yeah, likewise. I've been uh, I've been listening to you since uh, Helio Spectrum, which was uh, 2016, right? That was 2016. <laughs> yeah, yeah that wicked. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen you guys live yet, so like, I'm really excited to watch you play a set later tonight awesome man. but uh yeah kind of my introduction to you guys was i was just listening to a random heavy metal playlist on google play and i would always have it in the background as i'm doing stuff around the house and like they would rotate like the same about 40 tunes or so like for like a good month and they kept uh playing spiral and it would like come on and on and like all of a sudden, like, I'm just, after the third or fourth time hearing it, I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? This is, like, the, the vibe. This is the vibe. <laughs> like, it's kind of, like, heavy, like, dreamy, and just amazing. And, like, yeah, I kind of, like, want to know, like, how you guys kind of came together as a band and, like, came up with a style, because it's a mix of a lot of different things. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's really a, a longer, long story in terms yeah. of, like, how we, like, met each other. 
But like, it really comes down to having the same interests in terms of like, like thinking outside the box and trying to push ourselves and you know really see how we can write something that's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we all have different musical backgrounds. So like, our drummer comes from like a pop punk background. So he like he really hits really hard, but he he does have those dynamics to really tone it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I come from like an R and B hip hop background that also enjoys metal. Oh, amazing! Um, and Aaron just likes straight up progressive music, any kind of music that's outside of the box and like really pushes the envelope of music and creativity. Um, so once you kind of put us all on the same page and and trying to create something that's this is just what comes out so like for me i'm really about the vibe maker so like i like having those those synths and those like broken chords in the back and like setting a tone for the song yeah yeah and we just do machine work internally to make those those rhythmic syncopated parts and that's pretty much how it all comes together and yeah, that just that's really cool we are. Yeah. and yeah yeah that's almost sounds like a process where you're not trying to force a sound it's like you kind of embrace your influences and everything and just bring yeah. it together in a way we don't re- we don't like we don't really set crazy deadlines and like have us a, a single process in writing it usually starts with me I'll, I'll come up with the idea and then that idea just floats around amongst the band and then we just bounce ideas back and forth until we actually start doing pre-production and, and, and like recording it on our own to put out those ideas. But it's not like we have to write a song within two weeks. Like that's that's the deadline. It has to be done. It's like we just write it, work on a song. If we're getting tired of working on it, we work on a different song. Like it's more of like a easygoing kind of process. Yeah. I think it's a healthy way of approaching music is not really putting a time constraint or pressure onto it. Yeah, that's really cool. And it's it's cool to hear how kind of like loose your vibe is a bit, but also when you listen to the songs, it's almost like there's a certain tightness to it as well. So it's like almost the yin yang effect going on in a way. Yeah, but. like it's a bit of everything for everyone. Like yeah. it has its like, you know, quieter, more melodic uh, parts, but we come from heavy, heavier roots, more syncopated, more locked in kind of approach. And like that's, that's just kind of like how we like to roll with yeah, this kind yeah. of music. It's fun. It's uh, high energy. Yeah, it's um, cool, unique, and like yeah. heavy but catchy, which is is great. I feel like that can like bring somebody who's not the average like metal elitist into like your vibe and everything. And like you said, you got like a hip hop background, and now I didn't think of that when I listened to Auras, but now like thinking of it back, it's kind of got like that. That those like certain types like they fall into like certain grooves where it's, it's like almost a, like it's a certain kind of aesthetic with the sound like mm-hmm. with the electronic vibe like if you're listening to Binary Garden throughout the entire album there's the bass is like so like the basis is it starts from like synths and like some sort of theme which you know R&B and hip hop to me just has that same element and I just I just really like that so I experimented to try to put that together with metal see how it kind of Shows. Yeah, it's cool. Like in um, speaking of binary gar- garden, I've been listening to the shit out of that for the last few weeks and everything. <laughs> and actually, it's like I mentioned, like I was really into Helio Spectrum. And a very long story short, I was at a show, 
and um, I didn't know you guys were Canadian. Like I had you on my uh, uh, my Spotify for a few years, and um, I was just at a show around here, and somebody had uh, Aura's shirt and it said Waterloo. I'm like, what Waterloo, Ontario? <laughs> and like, there's like a pit going on, a band playing. I googled. I'm like. I'm like, oh my God, they're like from around the corner. So like, I've been meaning to reach out to you guys to see if I can like do this interview. And cosmically as like Binary Garden came out and I was like listening to that, Ola hit me up, didn't know like as how much I was into you guys oh, and no sent way. me the, the thing. And I was just like, yes, I was just like thinking of like finding a way to hit them up and it you came happened. to me. Yeah. So on, on our laps. Yeah. So it's wicked. It's awesome. Awesome to meet you guys. And also uh, like speaking of Binary Garden, it's kind of cool to see how you almost shifted in like for me as a listener, like it's all. I get like a added like atmospheric vibe to it and like mm -hmm. with the synths and stuff like that which you weren't too heavy on in the the prior one but like now in the new one it's kind of like you're you're building and growing in a certain direction too and like this yeah you know. the writing process of binary garden was a little bit different versus helio spectrum like helio spectrum i would start with like the guitar drums bass whatever and then i would add synth on top of it but I did the opposite. I started with synths and then wrote guitar and drums and vocals to that. Yeah. So it was just an opposite approach. So that's why it's a little bit more uh, highlighted, like the, the oh, atmosphere cool. of this album. Because I really focused on bringing that to life. I worked with uh, a good friend of mine, Josh Polaz, and he's a producer that's out of Cambridge uh, who has metal roots. So he was happy to help and... We explored a lot of plugins and different kinds of sounds and came up with a nice vibe for each song that gives it its own identity. Yeah, that's interesting to hear. So it's like you kind of just change the backbone and it still sounds like auras, but it just has, I don't know, it's just like a different feel to it. Which just is, different emphasis, I yeah. think. Like I, I think there's a lot of emphasis on like syncopated rhythms and, and guitar on Heliospectrum, but this one is just like as a whole song like a thematic journey yeah yeah song, yeah it so. sounds like very cinematic and mm -hmm. just exactly. listen to it yeah, through we get that and a lot cinematic yeah cool cool and um even mentioning you guys are from waterloo too which is very interesting to hear that style of music for me to come out of waterloo because yep. um i'm trying to think of like different canadian metal bands and I'm not too familiar with the scene in Kitchener-Waterloo area, but the stuff I've heard, like, doesn't sound as, like, progressive and unique as you guys. So I was also thinking on the way here, it's just, like, was it kind of difficult to find, like, a way to get on certain bills there and, like, play different shows, or did you have to go elsewhere? Yeah. I joined the band in 2011, I think it was. Yeah. You had already started it, um, played some shows, but the local scene in Cambridge was where we would mainly play, right? Like, It was uh, actually kind of thriving back in that, in that time. Uh, we would play local shows, like, fairly frequently. I feel like we played a bunch of them, and then it's been... I mean, it's been years since we've played Cambridge, or, or uh, Cambridge doesn't really have venues now. I don't think that's the main issue. But yeah, yeah. Kitchener is the one place we've played, and Waterloo, um, more locally. But it's it's rarer for us to do those local shows now. Which yeah, is interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. I, I was like 
asking you because I didn't know if maybe there's like a hidden scene or whatever. There's, that's the thing. There's, <laughs> yeah. there, all, there was maybe a little bit of one budding, and then it's it, it, mm -hmm. not really anymore. So we got to come to Toronto for the for the nice. Oh, shows. wicked! Yeah. I remember like a decade ago too. I, I went to a show out there, and it was it was Kill Switch, Hate Breed, and Barrier Dead at this one club. Oh, I, wow. I, for, I forget what the club was. Maybe elements or elemental elements. Is, elements, is, is yeah. that still around or? Oh yeah, yeah. They uh, recently had a show with the BT Bam and the Contortionist. Oh, that's, that's cool. One, yeah. That's one venue that'll get shows if anything. Oh, ah, yeah. all right. If, all right. Yeah, yeah, like if it works on the the radius, like for that tour. Yeah. That's where most of the shows go, or like sometimes Maxwell's, but it's tough when you're around Toronto because there's a, a few radius clauses for certain tours, so you can't play within like x amount of kilometers or whatever. yeah 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 that yeah. one's it so and like i mean with the with the scene in cambridge like it was like a small community of everyone kind of wanting to do the same kind of thing like be musician and doesn't matter what kind of genre you play like everyone respects each other yeah that's and, dope and like th i think that's what kind of kept the community going you know as years go by, it gets harder and harder to like maintain that drive to be a musician and be creative and be an artist. Um, but we do have like our, you know, our promoters like Kyle Wappa, who's trying to keep that together. Like we recently did a festival uh, in September, um, uh, Hope Fest, yeah, yeah, which was like a. Do you remember Koi Fest? Um, the name sounds familiar. I can't like really think of it. Yeah, they, they used to have that in downtown Kitchener. It used to be a big okay, festival yeah. that they used to put on, and he's kind of like trying to revive that after it kind of fell nice. off a little bit. So yeah, because I feel like the the people in the area like should have something like that. You know, it's like I think just maybe a lot of like different bands. They're not like from all over the world. They're not too familiar with Kitchener Waterloo, so they always gravitate to Toronto, 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 but. I don't know. It's like there's so many different areas in Ontario where there's like mm -hmm. a lot of people who probably are dying to just like go to a yeah. show on the regular and yeah. not have to drive all the way here. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it also like I noticed like a lot of like Toronto people, though, they're kind of like lazy and they don't want to like leave their bubble in a way. I was just saying this earlier. Yeah. Today. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> like a lot of people like uh, they're not driving or anything. They take the subway everywhere. So like something can be as close as like Hamilton, which is like under an hour away. And it's like, oh, that's too far, man. It's like it's like getting out of Toronto is like is tough. Like yeah, yeah. Getting into Toronto is just as hard. So yeah, it reminds me of like the Simpsons movie. They had the bubble town and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> this area here, though. That's on Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yo, sponsor me. Sponsor Disney <laughs> yeah. Plus. Yes. Put all the aura videos on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Confuse <laughs> all the kids. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, <laughs> just like I have like Lion King footage over it. It's like <laughs> the intense like battles and stuff. Like that. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. But um, yeah, so you guys obviously been doing doing it like for a while and uh kind of talked about how you don't do too many shows in kitchener anymore um have you guys been like touring a lot lately or uh yeah we just did like a summer tour mm -hmm. um in was it august august a little july. bit of july and august yeah yeah uh just to support the album uh when it was released and uh so far that's all we had and you know, we're kind of just uh, getting ready for 2020. Yeah, that's exciting, too. And yeah. I noticed, like, you guys got, like, a new music video and everything. And that's got to be a lot of fun because, like, 
I, oh. feel, I feel like the, the music videos are at, are like matching the epicness of the music you create too, which is not easy to do. Like I know I got, I'm like take a videography perspective too. And it's like, it's lots of like different budgets and like mm-hmm. different things. So it's kind of cool. Like, um, you guys are getting the lane and resources to do like, in my opinion, like proper and make proper visuals to uh, your music, which I think a lot of different artists, they don't have those different resources. And um, do you get help from like the label and everything too? Yeah. So this time around, there was a lot more collaboration with the label. Yeah. Um, I got a, a lot more hands on on like the decisions that were made. Like, what does the album art look like? You know, what kind of vibe do you want to, you know, come across in this album? Uh, it's funny you say music video. I collaborated with JP Charlebois, um, this amazing um, director from uh, Montreal, and that's where we actually filmed that music video. Was at this space station, and he suggested. Oh, cool. I told him. I sent him a bunch of pictures as like what what I kind of wanted to, to feel. He's like, man, we, there's this space station. Like, let me see if we could rent it for whatever time. And we did it. Like, what was the shift? It was like we started at like. I want to say like seven or maybe later, and we were up until like five a.m. or something. Like wow, filming at like in a spaceship, like it was crazy. <laughs> so I was gonna ask, like, where did you go to the set to make this spaceship? But you were actually in a spaceship. <laughs> That's so like insane. the museum yeah. had all those resources. They had the backgrounds. Everything was set. <laughs> so cool. All we had to do was just be there and. <laughs> and just it's play. It's cool that we were able to basically go in after hours, like after business hours, and just use all of this amazing, all this amazing scenery. Yeah, yeah. It looks like fucking aliens. Like it's like perfect. Like it was. Uh, <laughs> it was honestly for me like a a dream come true because I was like, there's no way we can get that kind of production anywhere else. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like they had. There was a scene where we were just filming and acting in a spaceship like what, what, what's happening <laughs> at, at, at like 2 a.m like what's going on and oh, uh, yeah. i'm playing in front of a sun and <laughs> yeah and, uh, it's Aaron, aaron's like messing with the, the the motherboard of the ship like it was just crazy um the different kinds of things they had so um yeah yeah it was uh it was it was quite an experience for sure i had lots of fun so yeah, that's that's so cool. It's so cool to hear your experience in that it's actually a spaceship and not a set. Like, yeah, it's mind blowing. Yeah, it's awesome. And um, yeah, it's it's almost like like I mentioned too. It's perfect, like how it matches your music too. Because when I listen to your music, um, even uh, the older album from 2016, it feels like it's from the future. Like I don't know how else to explain it. It's just like I almost get that same vibe like listening to a band like Meshuggah or something. It's almost like that machine vibe and the way you produce it so cleanly at the same time and the heaviness. It's like, I don't know. It's like feels like it belongs from like outer space or something. Yeah, so. thank you. I, I mean, uh, we try our best to get that uh, that visual when we try to write and uh, that's the whole point of the atmosphere. Like it adds a, it paints a whole different kind of picture for Mm-hmm. for the music and for the listener. So. Yeah, yeah. And it's like even the artwork too, it's like almost feels like a otherworldly type thing. And I, I know, or I mentioned earlier before we turned on the mics, my my mind is like 
almost in that space because I was talking to what people heard last week with David uh, Krantz and uh, all the ayahuasca stuff. So now, like, on the, up for, yeah, for on this. the way here, like, I was, like, looking at the, the album artwork and everything like that, too. And it's like, w- did you have, like, what what does all that mean to you and, like, like aesthetically of, like, because I noticed it... Like binary, binary garden, it almost matches like the colors of heliospectrum and everything, and like just kind of your branding and yeah, yeah. What's it? What's it all like? If there's a meaning, what what's going on there? Um, like, are you talking about the album art dire- like directly, or just in general, like our aesthetic? Yeah, maybe brand? maybe both, like the art and the aesthetic as a brand. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, to be honest, it came down to me when I was like writing the music and I was talking with uh, the artists. Uh, from Forefathers, his name's Portland. I was, I just sent him a bunch of pictures, and the vibe it was like neon lights, like yeah. ambient purple blue tones, and like dark and just vibey. Mm-hmm. And I said, like, this is the kind of thing I want because this is like when I listen to Memento, like this is how I feel. And yeah, this is I see. yeah. And he was like, all right, cool. And he, we came up with this idea. Um, it started out because of the word garden he's like we should try to incorporate a flower and i said yeah absolutely so the some people actually don't really realize but the on the album art it's a flower but okay i didn't realize that either i was just so like, if you look at it, it it's a flower but, yeah. but it's a geometric flower because mm-hmm. we have that like edgy part of our music so that's kind of where that came from and then if you look into it it's actually city lights like cyberpunk embedded in that flower yeah. So it's like there's a lot of depth to it, and I'm pretty proud about like what we came up with. And uh, sh- yeah, like again, shout out to Portland from Forefathers. Like, killed yeah, the killed the art. Such he a good really job. brought it to life, and I don't think anybody else could have done it better than him. So. Yeah. And again, like I said, it like matches the music so so much. And uh, she, my last episode, I had this band from Denmark on called uh, Turquoise Sun, and they're up and coming like psych rock band. Nice. And um, the singer, oh, I wish. I wish I remembered the word. It's, it starts with an A. I'm gonna I'm gonna just cut it in here. But uh, he he taught me like this new word, and it was almost like uh, it's um, when you're able to see a color for a certain sound. And he was talking about how he made his album, and he saw like kind of like certain like colors to sounds like when he closes his eyes and listens to them. That's exactly how I came up with the art and the vibe. Is exactly that. Yeah. So whatever that word is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna Google it yeah. after this interview. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so you'd say like auras is purple then, like yeah, at least for this album, very purple and neon and ambient, moonlight kind of vibe to it. I don't know, like I don't know what he, like I don't know what he <laughs> yeah. like envisions when he listens to our music. But I mean, it would just the music would be so different if it didn't have that atmosphere in it. Yeah, and I don't think it would be colored the way it is without it. So mm-hmm, definitely, and um, yeah, it's a, a fresh release and everything. Are you guys planning on making another music video for it, or uh, we have one um, that we filmed with the same guy. That's, nice. Uh, no release date, so just keep an eye out for that one. Oh, I'm excited! I'm excited. Can you give us a little preview, or no? It's got to be uh, probably. Like I don't really know what uh, what the plans are with yeah, that. Yeah, so We're just kind of hanging on to it until okay, the yeah, time yeah. is right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's definitely really mm-hmm. cool. And um, how many more days do you have on like this leg of like 
Uh, it's just this show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just Barry last night, then Toronto tonight. Oh, and then, awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just a little short hometown run. Like, I mean, we're we're Canadian, like, and we don't get to play here the, as often as we have been playing in the States. Like, yeah, we yeah. do the majority of our touring in the States, and a lot of people, especially locally, want us to come out, and of course we want to, like... So we made it work. Yeah, yeah. I know um, a lot of Canadian artists, and they, they kind of do the same thing. And um, do you think it's more beneficial to just kind of, like, leave your own hometown and just really put that to the test of everything instead of kind of being, like, I don't I know. Mean, like it, it's always nice to be able to get yourself out to the States because the market is definitely bigger and I think I don't know just a little bit more locked in over there yeah yeah and there's a lot more cities that you can hit within a certain radius like ah, Texas yeah. and stuff like yeah. we did a tour with Protest a Hero from Vancouver to here and there was only nine shows I think they were so spaced out but like you're doing like eight hour drives like you're not gonna you're not able to set routing to hit places in between there's only certain areas that you can hit in Canada so it's just more efficient yeah, if you were to go to yeah. Because the there's just more cities to hit. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You can cover more in a smaller radius, and mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Like, I, like we haven't been out east before. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even know what that's like. I don't even know if there's even a demand for our kind of music for that. I would love to try it. I would love to go out of east. But, yeah, that'd uh, be an interesting experiment too. It uh, comes yeah. down to demand, really. I feel like the states is where, uh, yeah, where it pops off and. Most of the bands that are in our genre are based out of, out of Canada, mm -hmm. like yeah. either in UK, Europe, and in um, the US. So we kind of just get packaged with them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Is there like any show in mind that you ha have done over the years where like it's like that was the best show ever? Whether it's like the crowd or the venue or um, I, I'll pick one and then you can pick one. Uh, I'm gonna say Austin, Texas, and nice. this last yeah. uh, tour that we uh, we were on. Um, so much love from that city for our for our band. Like I didn't expect it. Like it was a s Sunday night or something. Like we didn't expect much, and I th I think that was the first time we've ever headlined Austin, if I'm correct. Oh, cool, cool. And uh, yeah, had a great time. People go crazy there for us. Yeah. So much love from that city, so. Yeah, that's yeah. dope, and it makes sense too. I've seen like a big resurgence of a heavy music there, like where they I have their little core scenes and stuff like that. I think that's what it is. Do you, yeah. do you have a, a favorite show? My, mine was when we were opening for somebody, and it was here at the Opera House. Oh, cool! Yeah. I love Opera that's, House. Just because I'm a fanboy, and we got to open for Periphery, which was oh yeah, yeah, influential for me. So that was a great show, and the, that venue was fantastic. Like the sound. I've I've have never really felt us like I could there. You know, you can feel you in the floor when you're playing. Yeah. There. What so I love much. about it too is like that venue. It can fit a lot of people in it, but it still feels like it's a small show. It's That's cool. the way the layout is. Like everybody's kind of like. It couples them like in different levels, so that it just seems a little bit smaller than it actually is. Yeah, it's Even, very homey. Yeah, yeah, that's cool to hear that, that you get a wicked vibe playing on the stage there because I get that when I'm in the audience there. So it's kind of probably like a push and pull thing with the bands too. It's like, it's big but not too big. And yeah, yeah it's just... Just really yeah. memorable for me at least. Yeah, that's wicked. And yeah, Periphery too. It's like you guys, I, w I wish I went to that show. Like that sounds like the perfect bill. Like you guys just are kind of like in the same vein where it's like, 
it's hard for me to explain your music to people, but it's like, <laughs> like that oh, yeah. again, that spacey vibe and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And um, yeah, so uh, you mentioned you got this video that's, um, um, that might might be coming out pretty soon. Um, can we? Do we know? Do you? Or can you tell us like what song it's for? Or? Um. Do we want to reveal? It, yeah, uh, it's it's uh, for the demoness. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was like, I, I mean, was hoping it would be that one too. Yeah. Yeah, like I feel like people would already know that from like the clips that we posted, uh, right, just yeah. of us filming it. So yeah, it's uh, it's for demoness. Uh, definitely a different vibe and approach and aesthetic of that particular music video versus uh, Memento, which was my goal of doing it. We did we did we filmed two music videos back to back. It was a very tiring yeah, tiring yeah. but fun uh weekend, weekend. yeah it was yeah, a whole yeah. weekend that we just spent in montreal um yeah. yeah yeah so you probably just had that space for a limited time and it's like let's do this <laughs> and like yeah, yeah that's i will whatever. say that it's uh although it's a different aesthetic and theme it's almost it's related to the first video Okay, cool, I'll cool. Nice. I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <little> plug. Yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, it seems like um, you guys are going to get like a little breather after tonight, too. Uh, do you have any other plans like beyond the next single? Like, uh, are you looking to like tour some more? Or, like? uh, nothing right now. We're just uh, going with the flow. Um, I'm always writing, like, I'm always trying different things, like, uh, any chance I get. So. Yeah. yeah, no, that's cool. Like, like again, you're like almost turning this vi or this uh, interview in full circle. It's like yeah. you don't, you're not really forcing it. It's like, and I, I believe that too. You can't really force inspiration. It's either there or it's yeah. not. It's like, like I, I just, it's healthy to just keep writing. Like, you shouldn't have to be in like full writing mode and then full just not writing. Yeah. Just keep doing it because there's, there's a lot of material that we've used in the past and just brought it back just because it was done uh, way earlier on and fresh ears, like oh, a few yeah, yeah. years later, you're like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. So yeah, yeah. It's always so good to have something in my back pocket. Yeah, and it's cool to hear like how much you work too. And it's like, there's probably like a lot of like cutting process of like the stuff you're, you're making, like whether it comes to like writing or making like riffs and music and everything. And yeah, like, like, like even going back to like how you sound, like it's so there's a certain tightness that I expect from you guys now too. And it's like, <laughs> it seems like you put a, just a lot of thought into how just things transition and flow and everything, which is cool. Yeah. I think we've kind of got, we, like we've, we've decided who we want to be as a band and musicians. And, uh, we're just going to keep going with that, you know? Yeah. Wicked. And yeah, just to let people know if you guys are listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and any of your favorite podcast listening apps, each and every one of these episodes has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com. And you'll be able to see like links to the latest video, um, where you can check out Aura's, all their social media and all that and, and everything. And yeah, before, uh, we take off. Is there anything else you guys want to say? Or? Uh, thank you so much for the support. Um, and uh, yeah, just it was uh, fun sitting down, fun sitting down to chat. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, great meeting you guys. Pleasure and meeting you, man. Yeah, I'm excited to see you guys just fucking tear it up finally after all these years. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, cheers.